Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We have a great small business show on KSL Radio every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon called Mighty Main Street, the faces and places of Utah. We're interviewing our small business owners and organization leaders who are working hard to navigate our current challenges, and they're telling their stories. We can thank Visit Salt Lake and Utah Office of Tourism for providing this small business opportunity because they understand the importance. I have Moody Sabati with me. This is the owner of Laziz Kitchen, located at 912 Jefferson Street. And we're talking about his wonderful Mediterranean cuisine and how his restaurant has changed after this last year. And he's really servicing his takeout, but also has wonderful counter space as well, if you're missing some of the wonderful people that go in and enjoy his food. So, uh, Moody, give us an idea of some of the incredible food. And then we have to talk about your hummus. So we started out as a kind of fine dining Lebanese restaurant, and we've we've changed into a fast casual Mediterranean cuisine. Uh, so we're blending in traditional recipes from Lebanon and new takes on how they are imagined. I see it as a blend of East meets West, and this is sort of the story of this country. You're you're bringing the best out of everything and putting it into one pot. So we've sort of changed towards that. And because of my work and activism in the community as well, alongside Derek's, we we have really created a space where, where people feel safe and people feel like they can come and engage, not just in body nourishment through food, but soul nourishment as uh, as well by breaking bread around the table. In Lebanese culture, when we sit down to eat, you s- sort of take a good two to two and a half hours to enjoy your meal because you're not just digesting and, and taking in the food. You're also digesting the experiences of life that you have together. And that's sort of what we hope we provide to the community. Tell us about your food, and then we have to talk about your hummus and the reason that people go to Lizzie's Kitchen. Yeah, I mean, hummus is what it all started with, what it's all based based on. Um, started in 2012, selling our hummus uh, around town at the farmer's markets. Um, and then we got into Harmon's and Whole Foods, and, and we still sell through those 
stores alongside um, a line of other products as well. Hummus is one thing that we serve. Uh, we also have a, a wide selection of wraps, salads, rice and meat plates, alongside with grape leaves, cauliflowers, and we have a fun selection of uh, reinvented burgers uh, that are really, really good. Really? How did you reinvent a yeah. burger? Um, yeah, so there's one dish we have in Lebanon called kafta, and it's ground beef. Uh, turned into patties cooked with green peppers, tomatoes, potatoes, and onions. And it's sort of like a, a Lebanese casserole. And I really wanted to serve that when we first opened. And it seemed uh, kind of hard to serve in a restaurant-style setting because people don't want to wait for a long time for their food. And that's, that particular casserole takes a while to cook. We tried it out and to cook a casserole and keep it hot for the entire day just isn't really one the healthiest thing to do or the tastiest thing. So I took the patty and uh, reinvented that into a burger. And it, it's one of our top selling items. Um, and since then, we've added four other burger options. And so we're sort of now this just really healthy, affordable, Lebanese-inspired restaurants with fun takes on traditional flavors. I'm not surprised, Moody. This is just right up your alley. I mean, you just are such a craftsperson when it comes to creating food and working around food. I, you know, your hummus is, is famous. In fact, I have to ask you this about your hummus. Besides Utah, are you sending this out around the western United States? Is it going anywhere else? Not yet, but it is in the works. Okay, that's wonderful. I love hearing that. And then tell us, uh, as just as we start to wrap up here, um, give us the takeout instructions, your hours, your websites. Give us an idea of how we can enjoy Lazi's Kitchen. Yeah, so you can place an order directly on our website, and it prints right into our kitchen uh, for pickup. Deliveries can be done through Grubhub, DoorDash, or Uber Eats. Um, if you are able to pick up, we, of course, would prefer that so that we keep the full sale, these third Party apps take uh, about 25 to 30% of each sale. So that's no good for us, but we kind of have to be be, be involved in those um, programs. And then we are open uh, all week except for Sunday, 11 to 3, 5 to 9, and in a few weeks we'll be extending those hours until 10 p.m. And then, Moody, are you going to be able to do anything outside at all? Uh, yes, yeah, so we do have a patio that will be open the first week of May. Oh, that's fantastic. Moody Sabedi, thank you so much for being with us today. We really enjoy having you on Mighty Main Street. You were brought to us by Visit Salt Lake and also Utah Office of Tourism underwrite this incredible program supporting our small business community. And we appreciate your your conservation efforts. We appreciate your the food that you've developed. We appreciate the support that you give our community and your activism, all of it. Uh, so, Moody, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Chris. I hope you have a beautiful day. You've been listening to our Muddy Main Street show, The Faces and Places of Utah. You can find us on the podcast page of KSONewsRadio.com. I'm Chris Redgrave, host of Muddy Main Street. Join us again next Sunday to hear more from our business community from 11 a.m. to noon on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. 
Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.